The Croglin Grange Vampire, British Isles, England. Croglin Grange in Cumberland, England had been owned by a family named Fisher for over a hundred years. But in the last century, they moved out and rented the house to two brothers, Andrew and Gordon, and their sister Emma. The siblings settled in easily though, and soon made many friends in the neighborhood. One hot summer day when the sultry air made any kind of work impossible, the three dined early. Afterwards, they sat out on the veranda, savoring the cooling air and watching the full moon rise and bathe the lawn and gardens in silver light. At last, they grew tired and went indoors to their separate rooms. Emma found the night still too warm for sleep. Leaving her shutters open and then mounting the pillows behind her, she sat up in her bed, watching the moon through the, her ground floor window. Gradually, she became aware of two tiny lights that flickered in and out of the row of trees that separated the Grange's lawn from the village churchyard beyond. At first, they seemed nothing more than fireflies to the young woman, but as she continued to stare at them, she saw them drawing nearer. To her surprise, they seemed to be embedded in a darker shadow which had detached itself from the moon-cast shadows under the trees. Emma's hand went to her throat as she realized that something was approaching the house and growing larger the nearer it came. From time to time, the dark shape was swallowed up by the shadows of trees on the lawn, but it always re-emerged, larger than before, and coming closer. Closer. Emma was filled with horror at first. She wanted to cry out, but her throat felt paralyzed. Then, she dreaded making the least sound or movement for fear that the thing outside the French doors would be drawn by it. She was sure that the pitiful barrier of glass panes and thin wooden sashes would not deter it for an instant. Suddenly, for no reason that the terrified woman could guess, the shape turned aside. She had the impression that it was going around the house instead of straight towards her. The moment the tall, dark figure was out of sight, Emma escaped from her bed and ran down the hall door. Just as her fingers circled the knob, however, she heard a blood-chilling scratch, scratch, scratch at the window. Turning, she saw a hideous brown face with flaming eyes glaring in at her. The thing rattled the French windows, which were securely locked on the inside. Emma was relieved to see that the flimsy-looking panels might keep it at bay. She tried to open the bedroom door to escape into the hall beyond, but the antique latch jammed, trapping her in the room. The creature outside scratched again at the glass, then it began to peck with its nails at the sash. Emma saw that it was scraping out the lead that had held the window panes in place. Again she tried to scream, but only a soft moan escaped her lips. A single diamond-shaped pane fell inward and shattered on the floor. A long bony finger snaked through, found the catch on the window, and flicked it open. Emma lurched toward the bed, hoping to reach the closet beyond, but the creature burst into the room grabbing her hair with his long fingers and dragged her down so that her head hung over the side of the bed. Then it leaned over and bit her on the throat.
The sting released her voice, and she at last began to scream aloud. As she struggled to push the awful face away from her, she heard her brothers shouting and banging on the door. At this, the monster suddenly fled from the room. When Andrew and Gordon found the door would not budge, they slammed themselves against it, throwing it open by sheer force. Inside, they found their sister, bleeding from a wound in the throat and unconscious. Past the open French windows, nothing moved upon the moonlit lawn at first. Then Gordon cried, I see him! He pointed to a tall figure that fled from the shadows under a large oak. Without hesitation, he pursued it, but the monster moved twice as fast with long loping strides and quickly leaped over the wall into the churchyard. By the time Gordon had reached the field stone wall, he could see nothing beyond but gravestones and vaults. His quarry had vanished. Frustrated and angry, he returned to his sister's room. There he found that Emma had regained consciousness, while Andrew dabbed at her wound with a damp towel. We shall keep watch the rest of the night, Andrew was saying. In the morning, we will take the first train back to London. Andrew, here's Gordon, the young woman said. Did you find out who or what attacked me? No, her brother confessed. It escaped into the churchyard. But whatever the devil it was, Andrew was right. We must leave here as quickly as possible. But Emma shook her head. I will not let this experience drive us from the house where we have been so happy. Though her brothers tried to persuade her to leave, Emma refused. We have leased this house for seven years, she said, and we have been here less than one. We cannot afford to move elsewhere while paying rent on this place. Her brothers uneasily agreed with the logic of her argument. The next morning, the local constable helped them decide when he suggested it must have been a lunatic escaped from some asylum, and then he added with great authority, He is not likely to return. So they stayed at Croglin Grange, but Andrew and Emma switched rooms. Emma kept her shutters closed fast at night, and each of her brothers kept a loaded pistol in his room. The winter passed uneventfully enough, but the following March, Emma was suddenly awakened by a dreadful scratching at the shutters. Looking up, she saw the same brown shriveled face staring back at her through the one pane at the top of the window left uncovered by the shutters. She screamed as loud as she could and her brothers rushed out of the house with drawn pistols, they spotted the creature loping away across the lawn. Andrew fired and hit it in the leg, but it got away, scrambling over the graveyard wall. This time, the brothers reached the wall quickly enough to see the dark form disappear into a neglected vault. The next day, in the presence of the tenants of Croglin Grange, the constable, 
and several other local authorities, the vault was opened. Inside, they discovered that all of the coffins had been broken apart and their contents scattered across the floor. Only one coffin lay intact, though its lid was loose. Andrew and Gordon, at the constable's direction, raised the coffin lid. Then, Emma gasped, for there, inside, was the brown and withered figure that had twice appeared to her at the Grange. Further investigation revealed that one leg of the corpse had been damaged by a pistol shot. Though no one said the dreaded word, vampire, aloud, by common agreement, they did the only thing that can lay to rest such a creature. They burned the body to ashes. After this, there were no more disturbances at Krogland Grange.